All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that will teach you how to do exactly that. And now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Authors Unite podcast. Today, we got Aaron Mink with us. He's the owner of Mink Law, the nation's number one internet defamation law firm. So welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much, Tyler. Happy to be here. Of course. Grateful to have you on. So to start off, man, I'm curious, how did you get into law? Like, what was it? Uh, was there something when you were younger? Did you always knew you wanted to be in law? Well, um, well, there's always the, uh, usually most people start with how do I get into what I'm doing? Cause it's a bit niche, but, but law is a, which is a different question, but law is a really easy answer for me. Okay. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And, uh, I've always, I was always, uh, more of an entrepreneur. Um, and I thought I liked finance and I tried that in college. Uh, and it turned out I didn't like it too much. So, uh, my, my, my dad was a lawyer, had some lawyers in the family, was, was always a really good writer, um, and uh, decided I, I, I wanted to do law school. Um, so thought I thought I'd give it a try. Got it, okay. And then this particular type of law, how did you get into this type? Sure, so it's a, it's a bit more of a there's, a, there's like a short version and a long version. The short version is I had a, had a client listed on a website called Rip Off Report, and I was coming out of out of law school, uh, and decided you know help help the client get off. And Rip Off Report is pretty it, it's a, it's a well known consumer complaint website where you can only get off with a court order. And after I I helped the client with it, I realized that as a lawyer I, I was very uniquely equipped to help people who'd been posted on that website and got, got the client down and had success and decided it was a, it was a fun case and started writing about it and blogging about it. And the phone started ringing and just decided I was going to focus just on this area of law, started taking off with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so do you have any like, wild law stories that you can share publicly like of things maybe it went really well or maybe it went really poorly um just along your journey of because uh, i'm sure there's been a lot of cases obviously that you've gone through so is there any that kind of like stick out in your memory absolutely so i've had a lot of cases over the years probably the one of the more memorable ones is uh one that we just went to trial with i had two clients down in dallas texas where they had, uh, we call it the, the match.com stalker case. Um, I had about three and a half, four years ago, I had a client approach me from the Dallas area who just had these horrible things written about him online on these websites called like report my ex and dating psychos and, um, deadbeat directory and all these others and predators list just saying these just horrible things about the guy just you know they had stds that 
he was a cheater, that he was abusive, that he that he forced women to have abortions, that I mean, you know, you talk about some of like the, the most horrible things you could say about someone, it, it was up there. Um, and he just had no idea who'd done it to him. Um, you know, he'd recently had his match.com account terminated. Um, he was a single guy, a lawyer, uh, and he just, he just had no idea what was going on. He was super depressed over it. And we, we, you know, I, I took him on as a client. We filed a lawsuit and we, we went out and we started subpoenaing these websites. A week later, I was actually retained by another guy from Dallas um, in the financial investment space. And he had kind of similar issues, but way worse. It was weird. He had, he was on similar websites websites called like the dirty.com dating psychos report my ex saying just terrible terrible things about him same type of deal like calling him like a pedophile uh had multiple stds you know abused women like all this just terrible stuff and uh was a cheater and and women or you know that, that he had, had slept with and had children with all over the country and you know i'm talking to him and he's like i honestly he's like none of this stuff is true i have no idea where this is coming from i've also had all this really just weird stuff happening to me over the last couple of years i've had uh like police just randomly show up at my apartment um just to search me claiming that like i'm dealing narcotics narcotics and in uh, child porn on my computer uh, my, my wife got and father-in-law got called just last month from some weird scary guy that we have no idea who he is like claiming that I impregnated his daughter um, it was like some anonymous weird phone call uh, he's like I, I just have no idea what's going on I, I need help and you know, same type of deal. We we filed a lawsuit and we started removing all the stuff out there about him and subpoenaing these websites. And um, this really crazy thing happened when we went out and subpoenaed the websites where the content was located um, for both the clients. When I got back some of the information, um, they both fled to the same account that had published it. Like the same account had published about both these people. And it was just kind of weird because they found me separately, completely randomly. Um, and I, you know, I, I went and talked to both of them. And I was like, do you, do you know this other guy? Like, this is kind of crazy. Like um, the same person appears to be doing this to both of you. And they, they talked about it and they discovered that they had absolutely no common connections except for one girl who they both got on a date with through match. And um, we later discovered that she's doing this to just dozens of people. Um, just a psycho, right? Um, but it was kind of crazy to have that happen and the lengths that we then had to go through to, to figure out who she was, because. You know, that was kind of circumstantial, right? Just because we realized that one common connection and um, didn't mean that was like a, you know, that's means she did it, right? We actually had to go out and get real proof, IP addresses, all that other stuff. And 
um, it turned into a, a three and a half, four year or ordeal. And we just had trial last week and uh, prevailed in both the cases. So it was pretty cool. One of the more memorable ones that I've handled. Got it, man. That's wild. There's some wild people out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, but that's, that's what, like, those are my, those are the cases I love the most. They're like, they're, they're super serious, you know, um, yeah. what's happening with clients is, you know, super detrimental. What we do really, it saves their life in a lot of ways. They don't, it, you know, they're ruined if we don't help them. Um, and then we get to go after a bad guy at the end of the day and take him down or a bad girl in this case. So, so I'm actually curious for my own uh, purpose. Like, so I, I have, uh, well, let me step back. So for, for these type of things, right. Um, for defamation, if, is it typically like a cost up front to your client or is it like you take a, a cut of the winnings of the, the lawsuit or like how, how does that structure work? We don't generally do contingencies. We just, um, oh. yeah, we bill hourly or, um, we do a flat fee sometimes, but, uh, usually that's how we build clients for it. And it depends what's involved, how much it winds up costing at the end of the day. Okay. Got it. So it, do you recommend like, if, if there is something like this, like is the first thing that a person should do just to come to like a defamation lawyer like yourself? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends how serious it is. Right. I mean, most people don't face problems like the ones that I discussed. Right. Yeah. Or, that was serious. That was very <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you generally know who it is, right? Or um, it, it really is case by case, right? And there are sometimes that in situations people can do self-help, um, but it, it just depends what the what the situation is and how serious it is and whether you can help yourself or not. And um, you know, anytime there, that it seems to be like way more serious and, and can cost someone money, a lot of money, or be really harmful. Or as legal implications, or or there are accusations involved that you know criminal conduct or things of that nature that have legal implications. You know, we always recommend contacting a lawyer. Don't do anything else. Don't respond. Just just get some legal advice. At, at, at the very least, we give free consults uh, at our firm, so you can you can figure out what your options are and you can go from there. You know. Cool. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, this has happened to others as well, but it happened to me and that the article is still out there, but I had one of my competitors actually write something like an article that was negatively about me and it, and it was not true, but I don't believe it's made like a huge impact. You know what I mean? Like it was just, so that's why I've kind of just like let it go. Cause I, I try to focus on the positive things in life and not the negative. So yeah. I was just kind of wondering like, is it worth it if it's not really impacting me that much, even though it is still defamation? Cause it's, so I don't know. That's why I was curious. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. It depends where it shows up in your Google search results, how many people find it, you know, yeah. it, it's always going to be, you know, how negative is it? Right. Or is it something that people kind of take with a grain of salt? Right. So, but we help people with like everything and anything from news articles to business reviews to just court pleadings that are out there from, from past mistakes. And um, we try to come up like, look, not everything is like a lawsuit, right? You know, we, we, we have other solutions for people. Most of the stuff we do doesn't involve adverse litigation and, and things of that nature. And we try to come up, we're not cheap, but 
um, if, if it's worth, you know, at least a couple grand to try and take care of an issue, then it's something that we could probably get involved in and, and try to help with. Um, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. Well, maybe I'll book a free console. Yeah. I don't, I, <laughs> Yeah, but it's it is kind of cool to do it live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, you know. So we've talked about the law stuff and all that, but I'm curious. Can you tell us more about just you outside of law? Like, what do you like to what do you like to do when you're not dealing with defamation? Sure. So I'm I'm in, like I've got two young kids, a three year old and a five year old. Um, my wife who. Uh, went to college with and have been with ever since. Um, and just love to, just, I love to ski, um, try to golf, I'm terrible at it. Uh, <laughs> you know, focused on just healthy living, just, you know, taking care of myself, taking care of my family, that kind of stuff, going out with friends. It's been, you know, we've got two little kids. There's, uh, it, you just try and keep up, right? So. Yeah. Uh, it's, it just, it overtakes the day, weekend, whatever, and just try to, I just love hanging out with them and fam and, and doing stuff. So that's, that's pretty much what I'm all about at the end of the day. Family man, dude. Me too, man. Yeah. Uh, well, very cool. Thank, thanks so much. This is actually very enlightening because I, I think this is actually the first lawyer I've had on the show. Um, so very, uh, enlightening stuff and. I appreciate you like sharing, sharing your knowledge with us. The last one I have for you, if people are interested in your services, what's the website? And then I guess if you have socials and stuff, if they want to connect with you personally, where's the best place to do that? Yeah. Uh, minklaw.com is the website. M I N C L A W.com. Um, we, we're on social media among, you know, same thing with Instagram handle at minklaw. Uh, that kind of stuff. So, you know, just reach out and send us an email form to the site, call, whatever. Um, and that's, that's probably the best way. Okay. Sounds good, man. Thank you again for coming on the show. Absolutely. Tyler. Thank you.